Bridge Bank helps breakthrough ideas actually break through and remains dedicated to providing financial solutions to the risk takers, the game changers, and the disruptors. Bridge Bank, a division of Western Alliance Bank. Bridge Bank, be bold, venture wisely. Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment. And if you love what you're hearing, and I know you love what you're hearing, please consider becoming a KQED member. Get special access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. Plus, you'll sleep better at night knowing you did your part for the community you depend upon. It's in you. Please be in it. Visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to sign up now. That's podcast with an S. Thanks. From KQED. KQED Public Radio in San Francisco. I'm Mina Kim. Coming up on Forum, your household can still get counted in the 2020 census. For now, the uncertain end date is because the census, a constitutionally mandated and consequential population count, is caught up in political controversy and a legal fight. We make sense of it. Then Kim Alexander is back to take your voting questions. The head of the nonpartisan California Voter Foundation can tell you how to avoid common mistakes on mail-in ballots and how to vote if you've been displaced. Forum is next, after this news. This is Forum. I'm Mina Kim. No one knows for sure when counting for the 2020 census is set to end, which is kind of crazy when you think about how important this once-in-a-decade population count is. It's used to determine each state's share of seats in Congress, its electoral college votes, and federal funding for the next 10 years. If you're confused about the status of the census, too, you can post your questions now at KQED Forum on Facebook or Twitter or email them to forum at kqed.org. Because joining us to explain what's going on is the hardest working census reporter I know, NPR's national correspondent, Hansi Lowong. Thanks so much for coming on Forum, Hansi. Thank you for having me again, Mina. So we know that the Trump administration tried to end census counting on September 30th, a month earlier than planned, until a federal judge in California stopped that and said the deadline had to be October 31st. But then what happened? Well, this judge, U.S. District Judge Lucy Coe uh, in San Jose, she issued an order that suspended that September 30th end date for counting. And the assumption was that the Bureau would go back to that October 31st end date for counting. But administration just earlier this week issued a one-sentence tweet from the Census Bureau's Twitter account saying that Commerce Secretary Wilbur Ross, who oversees the Census Bureau, that he had decided to set a target date for ending all counting efforts for October 5th. And when that was brought to the judge's attention, Judge Lucy Coe uh, did not appear very happy during a <laughs> virtual court conference that I watched. She felt that she said that this is a violation of her court order. And this is something that uh, we're going to see what happens tomorrow during a court hearing scheduled for tomorrow. 
whether or not Judge Koh uh, issues a, a ruling after that hearing to, to find that the Trump administration it did indeed violate her order. We did hear that the appeals court upheld Coe's decision. So why isn't that done? Like, why isn't it now back to October 31st and the Bureau has to has to follow that? What the Ninth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals did yesterday uh, was a lot of complications here. But what they did yesterday, a three judge panel, two of the judges on that panel ruled to reject uh, a request by the Trump administration to block um, Judge Coe's order temporarily. And mm. they, the Trump administration did, did that, made that request uh, on the premise that the order, the entire order is under, is on appeal to the Ninth Circuit. And they're saying while it's being reviewed by the Ninth Circuit, the Trump administration thought it should be set aside. And the two judges on this three-judge panel of the Ninth Circuit uh, disagreed with the Trump administration and declined to set it aside. So right now, uh, the ball, in a way, is in Judge Coe's court. I see. Okay. So meantime, we're hearing that some census takers were being told they had to stop counting yesterday or on the 5th. I mean, what is happening on the ground with census takers? What are they being instructed to do? You know, it's very hard to say. There's a lot happening right now. It is the final stage of counting for the 2020 census. And according to the Census Bureau's operational plans at this point, uh, areas that have hit a certain level of um, completion for being counted. Uh, there are Census Bureau workers that, uh, according to the plan, the Census Bureau's original plans, that they uh, start culling and start reducing the number of workers. And, and ultimately, it's a smaller group of workers in some areas in these late in this late stage that are asked to continue door knocking. And so it's possible what we're seeing right now is that in areas that are close to being finished counting, according to the Census Bureau's own criteria, that um, that they are being asked to not continue working. Um, but at the same time, there has been a lot of confusing information being sent to census workers around the country, because in addition to instructions from the Census Bureau headquarters, there is also th this lawsuit in uh, based out in San Jose. Uh, there's another lawsuit happening in Maryland that I've been watching all over the census schedule. And so a lot of mixed messaging. And that's part of the reason why there's going to be a court hearing tomorrow, uh, the challengers in this San Jose-based lawsuit uh, are asking Judge Coe to order the Trump administration to send a text message uh, to all census workers to clarify exactly what should be done at this point, given all the different, given Judge Coe's current court order, and and how do they reconcile that with this announcement of a October 5th target end date that the Census Bureau has tweeted out. But I guess for now, it's really important to underscore that it is not too late to fill out and submit your census form online, right, at my2020census.gov. If they do that today, it will be counted. That is my understanding, and uh, I, I'm going to go to my2020census.gov right now to make sure that site is live, and I can see it is still live right now. You can <laughs> click on Start Questionnaire, that button, and it takes you to the form. And yeah, I think the bottom line, I'm tracking all these lawsuits, but I know it's hard for, for most people to keep track. I think the bottom line, if you have been waiting to fill out the 2020 census for whatever reason, and you're, you and your household want to get counted, 
now is the moment to do it because it's not clear exactly how long my 2020census.gov will be live. Will it be until October 5th? Will it be after October 5th? I don't know. No one knows for sure. If you want it to get counted and you haven't done so yet, go online now or look up one of the toll-free numbers that you can call in your response. We're talking with Hansi Lowong, national correspondent covering the 2020 census for NPR. All right. So, Hansi, why is the Bureau and administration fighting so hard against October 31st? They're the ones who originally asked for account extension. I've been trying to figure that out. And it's interesting that let's remember that in April, it was the Trump administration, specifically President Trump himself, as well as Commerce Secretary Wilbur Ross, who again oversees the Census Bureau, who publicly said in public statements, President Trump himself during a White House press briefing, that the Census Bureau needed more time to complete this count because of the pandemic, because of delays caused by the pandemic to door knocking efforts, other field operations. It was just not possible to get every person living in the country counted in time, according to the Bureau's original schedule, and that the Trump administration back in April asked Congress to extend reporting deadlines, the first one being December 31st. Current federal law says by December 31st, the Census Bureau, through the Commerce Secretary, has to report the latest state population counts. Those are the state, those are the population counts used to determine how many seats in Congress, specifically the House of Representatives, each state gets. So that was April. Months passed, Census Bureau announced this extended counting date and said, yes, we're actively asking Congress to extend deadlines. Some bills were introduced, uh, mainly by Democrats in both the House as well as the Senate. And then in July, the Trump administration made this about face without much public explanation. I broke the story that they decided to end door knocking efforts a month early, ended September 30th, and days later said, Trump administration through the Census Bureau put out a statement saying that they needed to do that because they needed to meet that December 31st deadline. Right. What's interesting and odd is that Census Bureau officials, career officials at that point had already said publicly they can no longer practically meet that deadline because of the pandemic. Right. And so, well, Robert has a theory. Uh, Robert writes, the administration's push to end census counting early follows the Republican playbook of suppressing participation in our democracy. It's their only possible strategy given changing demographics to win. They don't play fair and square, and they have stopped even pretending to care. So, you know, Robert's theory has been echoed by some others who feel like basically what's happening here is that they realize that they still do need to get these numbers to the president by the 31st so that he can have some control over these population totals. And a lot of people feel that he wants this control in part because he wants to create ultimately with these numbers voting districts that favor Republicans. I mean, Dan asks, can I check and see if my census material was received? As far as I know, there is no way to check if your household's response is uh, received. But, you know, there are some ways that you can tell that if you fill out this form months ago and after you filled it out, whether it be online, over the phone, or you mailed it back, the paper form, if you have not, your household has not received postcard reminders, letter reminders, that's a good sign that the Census Bureau did not feel it was necessary to follow up with you. And certainly if you have not received a door knock from a census worker by now, and you you do remember filling out a form, then likely the Census Bureau, you know, your household is taken care of. Um, that's 
that's very likely. Uh, if you don't feel confident that you're, you're not sure, you want to double, you want to make triply sure, uh, you can fill out a form again online on behalf of your household and submit the information just one more time. And the Census Bureau says it does have uh, its plans to make sure that responses are not duplicated. Well, Jessica writes, let's amend the Constitution to have the census every five years. Hansi Wong, we just have a couple minutes left, but I did want to ask you about one other thing that you've been reporting on, and that is how some demographers and others are sounding the alarm that the Trump administration is installing all these new people, predominantly loyalists, in these created positions at the Bureau. What are they worried about here? What's been happening is that I just broke another story yes, just yesterday you that did. the fourth political appointee in three months has been added to the Census Bureau by the Trump administration. This latest appointee is an attorney. Uh, his name uh, is Trey Mayfield, and he is a former DOJ attorney who uh, was part of a law firm that was co-founded by Ken Cuccinelli, a Department of Homeland Security appointee whose appointment has been declared unlawful by a federal court. But Trey Mayfield is supposed to be an attorney to the Census Bureau's director, which is interesting. And I'm trying to figure out why the Bureau's director needs a, a dedicated attorney, given that the Commerce Department already provides legal services through their attorneys. And there also been two new deputy director positions added to a bureau filled by people who have never worked at the Census Bureau before and do not have any obvious qualifications for joining the top ranks of the Census Bureau. And so you have professional associations of statisticians, economists, demographers who usually do not speak out against the Census Bureau's decisions so publicly questioning whether this is political interference with the count. Questioning whether it's political interference. Well, Hansi Lawang, I can't thank you enough for keeping us apprised of what is happening and for breaking all of these stories. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Hansi Lowong, national correspondent covering the 2020 census for NPR. We were getting the latest updates on the 2020 census. Bottom line, as he says, it's not too late to fill out and submit your census form. Coming up, we'll also be talking about voting and what you can do to make sure that your vote is counted. Kim Alexander of the California Voter Foundation joins us for that. So stay with us. I'm Mina Kim. This is Forum. Support for Forum comes from San Francisco Opera. Set 10 years after a school shooting, the critically acclaimed opera Innocence takes us into a complex emotional journey where our understanding of innocence and guilt is constantly upended. Kaya Sariajo's ethereal score collapses the past into the present as a community of survivors grapple with how to move forward. Don't miss the highly anticipated American premiere of Innocence, June 1st through 21st. Learn more at sfopera.com. We've all got those parts of our house where the internet just won't go. Well, if you had wall-to-wall Wi-Fi from Xfinity, you could worry less about dead spots. Because with wall-to-wall Wi-Fi from Xfinity, you get fast speeds, reliable connection in every room, and power for all of your devices, even when everyone's online. That's wall-to-wall Wi-Fi only with Xfinity. Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas. Actual speeds vary. All over the country. We need to improve reading in Wisconsin. Schools are changing the way they teach reading. I'm calling for a renewed focus on literacy. We have gotten this wrong in New York and all across the nation. And it's happening because of a podcast. I think your podcast has changed my life. And I'm going to share this podcast with everyone I meet. 
Sold a Story investigates how teaching kids to read went wrong. New episodes of Sold a Story are available now.